Three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? This is Mike Bennett and Mike Baker coming at you with another, in fact, the first episode of 2020, uh, the weekly tech wrap up. Hope everybody's doing good out there. How you doing today, Mike? I'm good, bro. I'm happy, man. It's the new year, new things. You know, everybody talk about, you know, new year, new me. I'm right. just happy to see another day, bro. Yeah, new exactly. new, new year, same week. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is, man. I want you to pardon. I may be a little bit stuffed up. Tis the season for flu and infection, but we still striving towards perfection. Mm-hmm. So today we got uh, three heavy hitting topics that we always know. You know what we do. We just bring some good old criticism and, you know, we want up everybody that's, uh, you know, just doing anything within uh, the tech industry of the things we review. But today we're going to be going over as the first topic would be uh, federal study finds race and gender affect face scanning technology. Secondly, we're going to be jumping into uh, second one is how classroom technology is holding students back. I think that's interesting. And third and finally for this episode, we're going to be going over the article perfection of dictatorship. Fears of China's technology dominate the democratic debate. So let's jump right into it, man. Um, I actually was going over some stuff. You know, we, we've actually, uh, the past couple of episodes, uh, it's been between, I guess, but Google and, you know, all the other uh, shows we have, we've been talking about facial scanning technology and then deep fake videos and stuff like that. Yeah. And when I was reading through this, I actually, uh, I find it interesting because you know, it, it, it goes to show the intricacies of how, like, our facial scan technology, like, really understands it, how it's, de- how it's developed. So, mm-hmm. in the fr- just like within the first line, it says, a study, by, uh, a study by a U.S. agency has found that facial recognition technology often performs unevenly based on a person's race, gender, or age, which is, I, I find that, be it that things are highly accurate, that kind of sounds a little paradoxical. So, how do you feel about that? Um. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think this is it's it's an accurate perception of it. Like, I mean, we already know that this that that like this bias is built into these algorithms that are doing the face scanning. Like, it, we we already assumed it because of the fact that who is being built by. But then we also can just see like the false positives that be happening mm-hmm. um, over and over again. Like when it comes to uh, you know, Caucasian people for the most part, particularly white males, like um, it it easily can find out who that person is. It has real good uh, factors to be able to determine who that person is. But when it comes, I know to, where this is going. I mean, when it comes to anybody of any other color, man, it just it just be like, yeah, that's you. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's all of them. Yeah, all of them over there. That's them. Yeah, I mean, it's it's either accurate to a, like almost a ninety nine point seven degree, or it's like whatever man just just lock them up yeah like, like, like you know it got the same bosses as like people for real so like i guess you could say it's as accurate as is as accurate as the current dominant majority that's running these systems like it's as accurate as they gonna be anyway but um like this study i mean i guess this is this is, this is like newfound information for people because it's like an official governmental study like they actually took the time to you know, do the reporting and actually say that this is what they found. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's nothing new for real. Like 
it already has j- racial biases as gender biases and it's obvious that it'll have age biases because yeah. i mean you know people look different ages in the light for real and some people just look different age in general like right. it's hard to quantify what people what ages are per se Right. Like what's what's the right age and what's the wrong age? You know, most of most of the time when we hear stuff, especially uh people that look like us, you hear or you look like you look like young for your age or something like that. But then like who right. determines what your age is supposed to look like? I mean they talk they say Trayvon Mont <laughs> was tw- like twenty four the way he looked. I mean, <laughs> Sixteen, seventeen. Whenever whenever it comes to, you know, booking somebody or you know, of course like it talks about here in the um the article about lawmakers and like you know the privacy advocates and stuff like that. When it seems like whenever it comes when it, when you're doing facial recognition to try to the book somebody, you're always looking, you know, more than your age. But when it comes to just regular, you know, uh talk, you know, regular conversation, you tend to don't look you look younger than your age. So yeah. I think that's it. I don't know why it's like that, but hey, I mean I, I feel like they at least I feel like they're trying to at least put like a non-biased approach to it because you know people just naturally have historical bias based on you know their their history their individual histories to say what they are their determining factors for like identifying a person um you know when you're looking for a person you're looking for a person but when you're looking for a certain like characteristics in a person you base it usually on like the your your history like what you've known to be true and false and that has its own locational biases like surrounding environment biases based on who, what your community is like and all of that stuff um at least with this what they're trying to be able to do what they at least have started to done and you know the thing with technology is that it, it always can grow um is you know they're trying to achieve the whole being able to use facial recognition for beyond certain things like beyond facebook and shit yeah. so like um they they have to just be able to train it better and actually actually bring more people in on a team of building stuff like this like they talked about in here this, this is a there's a, a a report that was done or essentially a, a research that was done by the national institute of standards and technology said it was a division of the commerce department um, but they were saying wow. that like they did it they they based their tests on like a hundred different algorithms or uh, algorithm algorithms that have been used by a hundred different companies, and um, those algorithm algorithms were each tested on millions of mugshots. So, I mean, they they've tested it and they're trying to test it and they're you know seeing their pros and cons of what's happening with it. But it's going to take ambiguous, but you know, it's, oh, no, yeah, it's going to take what? It's going to take years. It's going to take years before like it's it's still new tech. It's still like only really really like face like facial recognition being used in the open public has only been around for like maybe a good 10 years like it's going to take like another 15 years before it's standard before it's like yeah it, it gets it there they can't be any false positive where when once we get to a point where it's like no that has to be you the computer says so like yeah it has to be like 15 years right now it's like the computer says so but we still have to determine whether the computer is right that's why it's 99.7 percent accurate it's not yes yeah yeah exactly exactly like 15 years though better cameras better technology once it started like 3d scanning your face like how you do with iphone cameras and like you know face face unlock and whatnot 
all right, I'll give it that because at that point it's literally scanning what your face look like, not just like a picture of your face. On oh, the picture, you said that uh, that was the part that was an issue with the Androids. High. You can hold yeah, a Polaroid exactly. up there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, just looking. Yeah, you just hold up a Polaroid. Be like, oh, I guess that's you. Unlock. Here's all your secrets. <laughs> I mean, like, like once it actually is doing like three D scanning and saying, all right, the the dimensions of your nose match up, like to the eye level and to the ear level, and like your cheekbones and all that structure to say you look like you are this person, whether you lost weight or gained weight and stuff like that. Once you get to that point, all right, I'll give it a check. But like. If it's just looking at like 2D scans, no, I don't trust it. I'm not going to trust it. There's no reason to trust it. Yeah, I think that it's um as far as Apple, that probably would be a reason as to why <laughs> some people have contemplated, you know, having Apple and like involvement of government stuff because they seem like their their facial scan stuff, man, is on point. Um, yeah. As far yeah. As, you know, I got an iPhone reluctantly, but yeah, I think that's that's something where I found my found times where I'm not even looking at my phone when my phone would unlock because it's looking at me. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, that's his I mean, face. It's, that's it's, enough it's, of his face. <laughs> Apple, Apple is always like, they got the, the technology can be used every in a lot of places. It's just Apple has they only make like one real product. So like every year it's essentially a new iteration of that same one product. So when it comes to supporting that product, when it comes to creating technology for that product, it's really that they only focusing on that one product at the time. Whereas like Samsung, Motorola, all these other companies, they end up coming out with like five phones a year. And it's like, which one is they, they competing against themselves and then they competing against Apple. And it's like, it's too many, it's too many dividing factors to be able to come out with a, a technology as good as like facial recognition on every device. It'll be like, okay, it's on the flagship device, but it's not on the econ device it's not on the one that's for average people it's only on the one that for people that can pay like twelve hundred dollars <laughs> like that that type of world it don't really fit like apple has it a lot because they don't create a lot of stuff they create a few things and they create them really well <clears throat> or they, they they sell them really well but they i mean i'm not i don't even lie like i mean they the phones are good phones whether they're open enough of like what what technology enthusiasts and whatnot want out of them that's one thing or another but like all in all this it can't get no better for real I mean, and, and they prove that almost every year when they go against other competition. Like if other companies decided that they want to pull back and be like, we just want to make one good fucking phone, then, then they got one good phone and they can do it. But nonetheless, yeah. um, things like facial recognition for it, Apple will probably only do it if they can make like 80% of the money off of it. Like trying to give that out to like airplanes and air like airports and give them like the to, to border customs and whatnot apple's not playing that game they only playing the consumer game that's it man well i mean yeah that makes sense that makes sense i mean apple because you know we we'll get to apple man we always do but um but yeah let's uh, um let's jump into the next article man um oh, hey so the next article says how classroom technology is holding students back you go ahead and uh jump to that my hash actually well, you know what? No, no. I'm going I'm to kick that off. What, what, what I find interesting about this man is because, you know, we did some um, did some articles before 
and I was talking about, you know, the whole battle between the Chromebook and the iPad and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've, I've always kind of been conflicted with this because I heard from somewhere they said that this within this age because a lot of people, a lot of uh, kids are, you know, you constantly they constantly have access to technology. It's doing something with their brain where they're becoming less creative, like mm -hmm. whether it be you know because we are coming from <clears throat> our generation because we the 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 saying is because we were engaged in a lot of like video games and like you know computers and stuff like that and technology like how our brains were at the time as far as what we were used to is that it kind of dulled us as far as our creativity. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's the reason why it seems paradoxical is because technology we know is, is, is made in a simple sense to streamline the process of everything. It's made, you know, to calculate everything faster, right? So you would think that because we have access to these things and we have more speed, it should speed up our process of learning. But according to this, it's saying that it doesn't. And I read a line in here, it was talking about how uh, I took a student where the it, um, asked a question on on the um, screen, like what comes after uh, the number eighty four, and he tried eighty five, eighty six, everything else except for, of course, what the right answer would be, and then I said, yeah, hey, I'll come before. I, I, yeah. yeah, I read that. It was like uh, it came before. It was asking him what number comes before eighty four, and he didn't understand what before meant, and so he kept thinking it was after. So he kept saying uh, eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven. And then she had to bring it down like before, not not after, like before it's talking about going backwards. And then he was like, oh, well, 83, because he understand, he understand the order, but he didn't understand what before meant. Well, that's a, like, a, I think that's more, that's not uh, the technology's fault. That's a, a, re a reading comprehension for like something, something in his uh, education was missing as far as him understanding what the word yeah. before yeah. meant. So I, I don't know. Like, what's your what's your idea of that, man? Do you really think that technology is holding students back, or is it just? I mean, know? I I think I think it's the I think it's the people that are managing the technology, particularly the the teachers and the um the the like you know principals or whoever's making like the overall decision for you know there's there's the organization that runs the schools of that district, but then there's the individual schools themselves that sort of manage themselves at the same time, but they got to sort of listen to the overall district and city regulations. But like the technology has to, you can't just give somebody a, a kid, even like a piece of technology and let them fly with it. Like you gotta be there to instruct them and you gotta be there like as part of their academics. Like you have to actually be um, like, you have to work with them. You have to be involved in them. You have to be engaged with their education, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, the scenario, like, here, where they're talking about um, him just not even, like, there was one talking about uh, combine eight and three, and then the, the other one he was talking about uh, what comes before 84. Like, the one dude didn't understand, one little kid didn't understand what combine meant, and the other one didn't know what before mm -hmm. meant. And it was really, like, that's part of whatever teacher is, or is there that's giving instruction to be like, what are we going to go over today? And if we're going over like a lesson plan, you got to make sure these kids understand the lesson that they getting taught on this textbook, on this tablet, on this iPad. Like you right. can't just give them the iPad and be like, complete the test and we'll talk about it later. You got to literally like go step by step by step with them. And usually what tends to happen is they'll give them the work and be like, all right, we got 40 minutes repeat the work and uh hand it in at the end of the day or end of the class like you can't you gotta sit there and flow with them you gotta make sure that they understand 
what words mean and yeah that's that's a comprehension thing like even if if they're going to be in like because this is mathematics if they're going to be in english class got to make sure part of the curriculum of english (laughs) what combine and fucking before (laughs) (laughs) you can't just give them an ebook and be like hey read this ebook it's called language arts man (laughs) i mean and part of that issue is like just sort of throwing money at a problem like they were talking yeah. about a lot of this was happening in in like lower income um schools and usually it's because you know they and, and they were saying in a couple of charter schools in dc in particular and usually it is just they they throw money at the problem but they don't spend enough money on training the teachers and whatnot so like They'll buy, they'll buy like what we were talking about with past, they'll buy these iPads, which is like way too expensive to be given to these kids in the first place. Yeah. But then they spend so money, much money on the tech that they don't even have any money left over to actually teach the the student, the the educators that's gonna be training the students how to even use it. Cause that costs like training programs cost. Like you gotta teach them how to use this stuff so that they can teach others. I and, mean, is it one of those? So when you say teach the Okay, so so when you say teach the educator, so I, I, I'm thinking like, I'm not a teacher, right? I, yeah. I haven't gone through that, like no education degree or nothing. But it's like, when you teach the educator, like what would the educator be taught on like the device? Because I mean, yeah, most no, of the educator well, thinking of an like, hour, yeah. It'll be like the application. So like, um, uh, for example, Khan Academy or something like that, right? Khan Academy essentially has every curriculum um, online essentially and they have it in app, app form so you can put them on ipads or android tablets and have like a curriculum that they would go through throughout like however long it would take them to go through it but like the, the teachers would have to know how the apps work so they would have to have some okay, sit down training to say how how that individual app works and then depending on what class is their main class of, of teaching like some one teacher may be a social studies teacher and other may be a a mathematics teacher they got to actually go through the curriculums themselves and be like is this curriculum actually uh something that we are teaching to our students and is this appropriate for the students to actually learn can our students actually learn this curriculum i mean so they they got to sit down and have those moments usually they have them like early like if school starts in like september they'll usually do it in august if there's like a holiday break or something they'll usually throw in like training courses where where school is closed, but the teachers have to go to the like, coming, yeah, yeah, the teachers. I forgot what you call them, Troy. What, be, what they used to call them days. I, I I can't remember what the name. But I remember they was called um uh, something like uh, professional development days. Yeah, professional that's what development. It is. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. They used to hate that. I yeah, know, man, I swear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like like you got to go through those courses and like you got to take that time to know what you're going to be giving to these kids, and. I mean, yeah, you can't overwork them. I mean, the kids at the end of the day, because one of the kids was just like, man, I can, I don't even know. Like, he just sounded like, you know, he, he, sounded like he just gave up with it. He was just like, man, I don't want to. Can I play a game? Like, yeah. you know, like, like I, I use these tablets, but I use these tablets for entertainment. So, like, that's another thing that just, like, part of your brain, like, where you associate a, a, a thing with, like, uh, emotion. And a lot of these yeah. kids associate like iPads and tablets with having fun with having Fucking a good games, time, man. Yeah, like yeah. I, yo, I'm telling you, man. I for a while I was on the family plan with my with my peoples, man. And my 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 mother would always let my um my nephews hold a phone, and it's like every yeah. fucking time, man, it'd be like playing games, playing games, and it's interesting because it's like 
regular shit that you think like I, I don't know i'm not no psychologist but it has something to do with like muscle memory or like a sense of intuition that they know how to do all this other stuff man that you know like older folks you know don't know how to do but of course more versed in life but yeah. it's like when it comes to basic shit like being able to add and subtract like th- there's a disconnect so i've yeah. always like w- with this article i've kind of been back and forth as far as like is it a uh, a go or is it a no because i think that with technology you know i'm, I'm a gamer you know mm-hmm. i think that in some way uh, the skills I've picked up from like being, you know, in technology using shit is like a sense of intuitiveness and muscle memory has made me stronger and other facets. Like I didn't really, I was I always sucked at typing, but I played a lot of video games where I had to move my fingers fast on the controller. Right. So right. I think I automatically started to learn how to type better from that. Yeah. I just, you know, and that, that seems that's, that's, that's lower level compared to, I guess, like learning in the class, something like that. But you know, yeah, it's, 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 I don't, like you said, it, it, it's a combination of, not necessarily getting not necessarily getting rid of it, but then training teachers on how to help the students learn and a sense of discipline as well. Because like and, when you're talking about the games and stuff like that, it's like something has to come in. We be like, all right, look, you know, that's the case. Put the put the iPad down or whatever, and like you got to read a book because yeah, can't be yeah. using it to be playing. Game. I think we're talking about it was some guy, some little boy on there was using uh <clears throat> playing with Gizmo on the iPad or something like that. And it's like somebody should come in and be like, look, man, this is not what we use this for. <laughs> So right, exactly, exactly. Like there's there's multiple forms of learning. Like you know, there's visual, there's audio, there's people that like to read, and there's people that need to do hands-on, like tactile learning. And a lot of people, in particular kids, um, initially learn off of tactile, tactile. learning. That's like the number one because they can't talk. Yeah, you know I mean, so there is no communication. They they only see all it is is what they see, what they hear, and what they touch. I mean, and like, if they can't really understand what they're hearing yet, then only thing you got got is like body language communication. And when it comes to things like math and like even reading, like the process of looking at letters and having to vocalize a letter and putting a letter to work together in your mind, like you're you're kind of doing things tactilely. Like we used to use flashcards and stuff. Like we had to have a card in our hand that was telling us what words were and like defining them, flipping them over and like number games and stuff like that, having cubes and stuff like that. Like you physically yeah. had your hands on like little blocks to say five divided by like 10 divided by five equals two type thing. Like yeah. now a lot of it's just done on tablets and you, you really are detached from um, the, the experience that you're learning. Like, I don't think tablets should be introduced as dominantly predominant as they are. Like, until you have a certain age where you can start being, where you can sort of understand what you have learned in the first place, then I think technology for the most part has, it's, has, has it has to be limited to them because it's, it's just too much for them. It's too much information. They've been throwing a lot of information at them. That makes, like yeah. 20, maybe 20 years from now, they might be able to throw it all, get it all together and organize it. But right now it's too much, like computers do too many different forms of teaching, but the one that they, are adapted to learn initially, which is tactile learning. Right. Maybe when they like VR and they got those helmets on and they can grab and reach out to stuff and stuff like that, it might be a little bit better. But right now, it's right not. Now, it's, uh, it's not where it's at. So it basically, it sounds like from what you're saying, that the way that we learned, like back in the day, is we engaged more of our senses to make things stick. Whereas though now, because they got the tablets, I mean, of course they hold it in their hand, but they're not really using all of their senses in order to make the, the, the information that they learned stick. So that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it, it requires more like cognitive learning, and you gotta already have like some type of developed cognition to understand like what you're seeing on the screen in the first place to be saying, all right, well, this is something I need to learn. It's, I mean, it's, it's just too much. Technology has to, you have, you have to understand that people are still humans, that people aren't technology themselves. Like we have to have to go through that growing process for real. It's not AI training AI again, man. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> we just, we just trying to throw that responsibility off the tech. That's why. That's why they have the movies where they talking about the robot is some kid's mother, man. Yeah. Don't don't. don't it's, it was a movie on Netflix. It was like some kid grew up to be like seventeen or something and thought a robot was her mother the whole time. But that's why, because parents ain't wanting to take care of their kids. Fucking Comcast taking care of their kids. Okay. okay. <laughs> <It's> Definitely. <laughs> Fucking nah, shit. <laughs> but yeah. Um... Something to the last, oh yeah, of course, UT University. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, this last article, man, um, says perfection of dictatorship, fears of China's technology dominate the democratic debate. I think that now, what I find interesting is about this, man. I think fears of of China, technology wise, and in all facets of China, uh, has just become something of conversation uh, for the United States. Uh, as far as the, you know, the whole, the whole deciding on the future of the people, because China is definitely a superpower, and it's crazy how we depend on them so much. And uh, it only, you know, as far as their te- technological advances, man, it seems like everything it is that they're doing is something that needs to be of concern. Because you know, pretty much, whoever it hit, history says whoever has the highest form of technology is the it pretty much has the highest power. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at when wars are being fought and shit like that, like, of course, we had the arrows and shields and stuff like that. But then when you came out with the technology of a gun, well, that's a lot higher than, you know, everybody is not Hawkeye. You feel what I'm saying? Been, like, one superpower ever since we dropped them two bombs on Japan. Like, yeah. <laughs> since we proved that we can basically destroy a whole city within a half a second, we was like, all right, we the dominant power. And we've been basically running as the dominant power since, since like 1940. And like, starting to, it's starting to turn around now because, yeah. yeah, other companies are catching up. They, they waking up, and particularly China has woken up. Um, and you know, they've expanded into Africa as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole there's a whole thing going on with that uh, with that with China's expansion. Just China, what they call China's globalization, um, being able to expand their their reach when it comes to economics into uh, foreign countries, and particularly yeah, countries that are are in need of like global event, like economic advancement. And it's one of those things where it's like, there was, there's always going to be a company. I mean, I think really none of this, I think all of this is really just boiling down to, I, I'm not going to use the real word I must, I want to use, but I'm just going to be like, it's about what country got the biggest stick. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> you know I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's really all it's been about. Like America's yeah, been running around dominating. You know right. I mean, we've been able to smack people around, tell them what do what they, what we want them to do for so right. long. I'm swinging yeah. the hardest, man. Yeah, I mean, who's swinging, who's swinging the monkey, like the monkey, like who got it, who dominated for real. And like America has been doing that for, for 60, 70 years for real. Like, you know, 
prior to we had all we had civil wars we had the first world war second world war after the second world war we basically were like yeah we got this i mean yeah. any, any world war level event can't nobody mess with us so we're going to keep doing what we doing we're going to keep interfering with everybody else's plans and all this stuff for our purposes and now China is starting to get into a position where they can do the same. Sorry, man. I'm listening to you. I, listening to you. <laughs> I want you to think I'm just laughing at you. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I just had yeah. to stay mouth thinking like I was going to go ahead with the with the analogy and it was going to get nasty. This, this yeah, no. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, it's real. It's I mean, it's I mean, it really is like that though. It's just it's it's on it's it's like a macro micro scale, like how you how people say. uh uh, like the atom, uh, atom in a cell, like you know, nuclear, nu- the neutron, electron, how that looks like the solar system. Yeah, you know I mean, on a micro yeah. scale to a macro scale. I'm on a micro scale is like who got the biggest stick. Yeah, you know I mean, and on a macro right. scale of all these different countries, it's still about like country to country who got the biggest stick. Right. You know I mean, so like it's is they they America is very scared of the fact that China has a billion people going for they it. A, they like, got a big stick, man. They got they got, they, they, they drink they, touching the water, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's knocking on their ankles. Yeah, I mean, like, no matter what, no matter what they do, if they keep progressing the way that they're progressing, they will just naturally be the dominant leader. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's mm. way too many people. Like, I was watching this documentary about, like, maker fairs and talking about, well, you know, the building of robots and stuff. You know, we used to have maker fairs in America where they were building stuff and they were just showing them off at fairs and stuff like home DIY, do-it-yourself, like, creations that people would make. And um, that's how, like, the 3D printer got out there because somebody just created one in his backyard and everybody was like, oh, shit, this is crazy. I mean, so, so, like just that idea of itself but in in america it wasn't really popular like that but in china it got so it got to be really popular and the reason that it got to be really popular wasn't even because um the ratio changed it was still like five ten percent for real but it's their their five percent percent is like a million people versus our five ten percent being like twenty thousand thirty thirty like a hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, like doesn't you know, not, not real mathematics, but you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's way more. It's like fit, fifteen yeah. times more. That's because <laughs> we have about three hundred million people, and they have like a, reportedly one point one billion. So it's almost four times. It's three point six times right. as many people. I mean, so like they they just naturally are going to have a larger game, uh, a larger hand in the game, and. Mm-hmm. You know, since like the 80s with their old regime, they really had a ideology that was different about allowing people to have free thought and getting their own education and all of this stuff in China. So like it was kind of harder for them to advance and economics was sort of locked down. They didn't really allow for capitalism to happen. But um, since they had a new regime change, for the most part, like capitalism can happen as long as it has a major benefit toward their overall government yeah, and t- towards yeah, they, yeah to the government oh. yeah and like they they had so many people that weren't making ends meet that they were able to do low low level labor yeah, i mean and since since they were able to do low level labor we brought all our resources over there to get cheap labor but the thing that we didn't mention is that we believe in what patents yeah i mean yeah, they yeah and they don't believe in patents. They, they don't, don't believe, believe in, in copyrights. They don't it believe good in, like, to them. It's, it's it's ours now. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's ours now. Yeah, I mean, so like, 
that's half of this half of the arguments that they talk about is like with copyright infringement and China supposedly stealing our technology. It was like, no, we gave them their tech and then we tried to we tried to get <laughs> deals. Yeah, I mean, we tried to get deals that was only like a third of the cost. Yeah, I mean, yeah. where instead of instead of keeping that stuff in America, instead of keeping our our, our manufacturing and all that in America, because we thought it was going to be too expensive, we tried to give it off to China and now we get mad because they got our tech. Right. I mean, That's like, <laughs> like what, what, what do you expect? Like, we, they, we, it's like they played the long game too. So yeah, is. yeah. Because I mean, what else are they going to do? Because their people was starving and they wasn't making money like that. So like, they, they, they have a whole open source what they call socialism concept where everything is everybody's. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's the government's first type thing. Yeah. <laughs> is it really socialism? Like that's crazy. Like yeah. It's socialism for the people, but it's dictatorship to us. Like you know, it's, yeah. it's good for everybody if it's good to us first. That's what. Yeah, and, and it's it's, I mean, it's it's a it's a unique way of uh of of running a continent or a country. But I mean, it's it's their way in comparison to ours, and it's hard to say whether theirs or ours are, is better. I think ours has more of a boiling pot when it comes to culture, yeah. which is a which is an issue because like. If it, if they were to become a dominant society, like the dominant players, they they are in a in a way like they're kind of a monolith when it comes to culture. It's yeah. just like China and the Chinese people. I mean, they they rarely allow. I mean, they allow people in, but it's still of a particular race and culture. Whereas, uh, run strong, like it's, it's it's a lot. China and whatever we consider China has been around longer. Than the United States, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. I mean, China tremendously long. <laughs> yeah, some three thousand years just running as them. Whereas America is just a random bull and pot of immigration for real, for real. Yeah. And so, I mean, we it's we got our pros and cons. Like their debate that they talking about with the whole Andrew Yang and Peter Buttigieg, like yeah. <laughs> they 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 get they going to keep talking about this stuff forever because. China has always been like a frenemy. You know what I mean, like they always been yeah. enemies and friends at the same time because we we know what they are. We know that they had a the potential to get larger. I mean, main thing is not to be fighting them because if if we're in a position to try to just bang on them, that's an issue. Almost like you you want to be if you're the bully, you want to be friends with the person that can beat up that can beat you up. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a bully, but this dude like seven foot and three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a bully and all, but I don't want to mess with Joe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, why well, I'm gonna do that to myself? I mean, That's we, what it. we need to be partnering up with him, and and right now we got we got people that don't know those type of tactics. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a nice way to put it, man. I, I think that um, what because. What I've been able to see in this, I think they talked about an article too, is that the reason why China has even gotten to that place, especially even with technology, is that um, their ways of uh, conducting like government is um, it violates a lot of human rights. They say, you know, that's, yeah. and that's what, that was a part of the discussion in the debate. Was like, you know, of course China is what it is, but how did they get to that point? Like, how did they have these technological advances? Well, it's because a lot of what the you know the, the government even. I know they lock certain things down, like completely, like certain websites, stuff like that. It's like a, it's like an internet, oh, yeah, um, yeah. They got the the great firewall. Yeah, and um, and um, you know, along with that, and then of course, you know, they had the um, 
the long period of time where they couldn't he was controlling what type of children you can have and how many you can have and stuff like that so mm-hmm. they they the people up top you know the people that run the government there in china have something in mind in the long run they were looking at establish them as a superpower regardless of you know where the people feel and some would say you know it worked as far as a country but they feel like it doesn't work for the people so that's it's a yeah, the, the guy spills over to technology too. The guy that's like president there, the, the dude they call Winnie the Pooh. I can't remember his real name, but um, <laughs> I know they they he he's kind of mad because he people say he looked like Winnie the Pooh and he kind of had Winnie the Pooh bandit in in China. <laughs> <laughs> but like he he, I know he made himself like through regulation, he made himself president for life. So he gonna be there until the end of it. <laughs> Yeah, man. Be there. <laughs> ain't no more elections. <laughs> I got a mission, man. You got to listen. You're going to have to hear me out. And I mean, like you said, with the thing that he's doing with, with uh, Africa, he, he has this whole Silk Road mission that, that, I mean, well, China has this whole Silk Road mission that they trying to do from Euro, from Asia, all the way to Europe, into Middle East, into uh, to Africa. So like they, they, you got a economic trades plan that is completely just ignoring America. So like they're, they're plotting on the next hundred years type thing. And we still trying to get the 2020 for real. Yeah. It's great. Cause you already, and that's, that's where I've always been scared. I want to close it out, man. But um, where I've been mm-hmm. a little bit fearful is that, we you know, we got a lot of stuff going on in America as far as our technology, but you look at like, you know, like you said, China and then like Japan, it always just seemed like the technological advances, man, it's just been, just on a consumer level, like what the people have access to, it's just like worlds ahead. So it makes you think that if it, if a, a war was to ever come out, like what, what what the hell would you actually see? You know what I mean? Like if it came to, you know, I say that because stuff that happened, I don't know if it's, um, if you know, but pretty much it, a war has been initiated with Iran. Based on yeah, the, the, yeah. the events, it's kind of like, if you something like that would happen with, you know, a China where, you know, it's it's assumed that they're already more technologically advanced than us, but then what we would see, like, that'd be scary, so. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we can't, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't straight punching countries like China. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> on, on the bully mind, we ain't punching China, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> if anything, we gonna, we gonna sit on the other side of the cafeteria, throw a rock over there and see if it hit them. Yeah. And then you're standing behind around. somebody else. Yeah, and when you look around, you be like, "It wasn't us." You know I mean? <laughs> well, we'll help you out, bro. But I don't know who did it. But we ain't punching China like we did Iran. Like we take out a Chinese general over and there, like it's over. You know I mean? Yeah, they, they just going to throw a nuke and just be like, "See what happened." Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? we, we got enough people. Yeah, I man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got. They, we they could take out a third of theirs and still be all right. So. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, we ain't, we ain't playing those type of games with them. Like we gonna, we gonna hit them like Adam BC over Oz for real. Like, <laughs> hold them real quick with the AIDS virus or something and let them die slow. Like, that's, that's how, that's how we. Go, crazy. You know I mean? Like that's that's the only way we can do it. We can sneak. We can do a sneak attack. That's it. But yeah, man. But yeah, I mean, that's it, man. Um, that was wow. yeah, <laughs> conspiracy. I mean, you know, that's where it goes, man. Shit, that's where. That's what it's really about. That's what the people really want to hear anyway, man. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not, it won't be too conspiracy theory. It be, it's kind of factual. Like, it's, it's a matter of it happening. It just ain't happened yet. So, yeah. Yeah, man. That's, the movie said, though. But yeah, man, um, <laughs> that's pretty much all we got for the, the weekly tech wrap up, man. Uh, did you have anything else, Mike? No, nah, man. No, nah, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for these, for these people to 
go ahead and do the like thing, man. I need him to share the stuff so we can uh put people on to these messages, bro. Message so they know what's going on out here. Subscribe or die. So yeah, yeah what they, it's technology. Make... It's happening to people whether they like it or not, man. Yeah, we need to make a couple. Of... Make some shirts on that, man. Saw a little, uh, saw a little movement, man. But whatever. Yeah. But yeah, man. Like y'all know the deal, man. Um, you can catch us on all of the, um, main uh media channels online, man. Your uh, your YouTube's, your uh, uh, doing things with IG as well. But you know, as far as uh, hearing us out, you know, uh, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, all of that, man. Just to search the yeah, tech wrap we up. Basically everywhere. We basically yeah. everywhere, bro. We um. We on the socials, we on all the on all the podcasts. We got the website popping, but God, we got it everywhere. So you can basically just look us up and find us real quick. And that's what you need to do, man. Wherever you find us, make sure that you subscribe to us, comment on what we got going, leave a uh, leave a review, and uh, let us know what you think. And we'll be able to, you know, we make the adjustments and bring more heat your way. But um, that's pretty much all we got, man. This is uh, Mike Bennett, Mike Baker, signing yeah. out. Peace. Peace.